the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here live on this Friday afternoon post 4th of July. It's the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. That's the number to call if you'd like to take part in our show today, 877-943-9673. Well, it's been a busy 24 hours both uh, here and uh, around the country. Got some things to talk about today. Uh, Coming up in just a moment, we're going to hear a couple of excerpts from President Trump. Had a chance to uh, address a standing only look like crowd on the mall. His salute to America overflowed the National Mall. We'll be talking about that in just a moment. George Washington. That's right. He's next. We've had an opportunity to uh, take down some statues. We've got uh, Thomas Jefferson's hometown is not going to celebrate his birthday. And now the left has its eyes on George Washington. Out in San Francisco, there is a mural that was uh, painted long ago, back way back in the Depression. And it is the life of George Washington. And now... San Francisco politicians have voted to, well, to paint over it. we got that story coming up today. And also California got a wake-up call, 6.4 magnitude earthquake, and we're hearing that uh, in the next day or two, uh, it might get, uh, they might get a bigger one. So California certainly is on alert today. Knowing that, <clears throat> excuse me, knowing that one of these days you're going to have one of those big, big, big quakes that um, is going to hit on that San Andreas Fault going to be causing a lot of damage. And new research has come out. We've talked a lot about pornography and the ill effect of pornography on this show. But guess what? We now have some new research. It's not just the guys that are addicted to pornography. More and more women are becoming addicted. So we'll have that story today as well. Well, today the markets took a little bit of a breather. And I'll tell you why. We had a very strong jobs report number this morning, and uh, much more than what was expected. Now, keep in mind that for those of you who are listening on the biz this afternoon, you understand full well that the markets were really getting hyped up, pricing in action by the Federal Reserve to lower interest rates. Well, uh, we would have gotten a bad unemployment report And that's kind of what they were banking on because May was pretty dismal. But um, the fact that we did not get a bad report today, and in fact we got a very strong report that ended up being a lot higher than uh, what the um, experts were looking for, all that means is is that has uh, certainly cooled off the prospects that the 
Federal Reserve is going to do something. Um, the estimate was for 160 jobs for the June jobs report. It came in at 224,000. And I want to tell you that uh, that strong report sent the markets, uh, especially on this Friday afternoon, uh, very thin trading, by the way. A lot of the traders are gone for the 4th of July weekend. And this happens when we have a holiday like this in the middle. But uh, what you have is is the markets uh, sold off a little bit today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was off 43.88, closing at 26.922. The S&P 500 was off 5.4 to 1, uh, closing at 2290.41. And the NASDAQ also was off 8.44 to close at 81.61.79. So probably the uh, the markets got a little bit ahead of themselves with the idea that this rate cut was going to be pretty imminent. Now, it doesn't mean we're not going to have a rate cut uh, in a month or two or certainly later on in the year, but uh, it is going to cool some of that uh, right away. Now, the other thing that uh, might have affected the markets is that um, we learned today that President Trump and his administration will continue the effort to put the question on the 2020 census, if a person filling out the census is a citizen. Now, Justice Department lawyers told a federal judge in a court filing today, um, two days ago, the administration, at least there was a report that they were going to drop the bid and go ahead and leave the question off the census. Well, now uh, we have uh, word that uh, they may try and put it on in terms of an executive order. So um, anyway, this is uh, not going to get resolved over this 4th of July weekend. But nonetheless, it's something to keep an eye on whether or not the citizenship question is going to end up making it on the ballot. Uh, The Supreme Court said no, said that... uh, the, um, the administration and the plaintiffs had not made their case enough for it to go on the ballot. And, again, that was the controversial Judge Roberts who was involved with that decision. And so we will uh, see how that plays out uh, for sure. Also coming up on today's program, second hour, we got Bruce House Connect with Focus on the Family. He and I will be talking about religious freedoms, past and present, And Dana Hardy is going to be with me. He's a member of Ottawa Baptist Church. He has been traveling back and forth to Cuba for the last 18 years. So just what is the situation in Cuba? We know that there's been some travel restrictions uh, that have been put in place. And uh, but uh, seems like that now um, those that are going there on missionary projects, they're still allowed to do so. So in the second hour, we'll get an in-depth update with Dana Hardy as to uh, exactly what that situation uh, is as we go forward. Well, as I mentioned yesterday, Trump on the mall, 4th of July, and he had an opportunity to uh, share with the crowd. Um, 4 o'clock, a rainstorm came through with some lightning, and in fact, even at the other end of the mall where they were having the, uh, the Capitol Uh, version of the 4th of July celebration. They evacuated that because of the lightning, but it cleared out. But uh, when you saw the coverage getting close to 630, you saw there was a lot of folks uh, who are Trump supporters, I mean by the thousands, who basically didn't go back to the hotel, didn't go back to their cars, 
some of them would have a long way to go because most people will park uh, outside of uh, the downtown area of the district and take the uh, um, underground in. But nonetheless, a lot of people there got started at 6.30. And um, for someone like your host here who's pretty patriotic, um, it was uh, a great remembrance uh, as far as our armed forces. And by the way, it's not the only time that we've had uh, a president on the mall for the 4th of July, even though um, the modern leftist revisionist news folks would like to tell you that this is a first and how bad it was. So. Anyway, let's hear a little bit from the president. And again, our phone lines are open if you'd like to comment. Um, You can let me know. Do you think it was appropriate for the president to uh, have his um, program on the mall? Do you think it was uh, inappropriate? Uh, You might want to also talk about the fact, where have we gotten? And again, with the fact that the president can't even speak on a historical holiday. And what precedent uh, would that have set if uh, the left would have won? 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. President Trump, in his non-political speech, he talked about the fact that the story of America is the greatest story ever told. Let's listen in. As we gather this evening in the joy of freedom, we remember that all share a truly extraordinary heritage. Together, we are part of one of the greatest stories ever told, okay. the story of America. It is the epic tale of a great nation whose people have risked everything for what they know is right and what they know is true. It is the chronicle of brave citizens who never give up on the dream of a better and brighter future. And it is the saga of 13 separate colonies that united to form the most just and virtuous republic ever conceived. On this day, 243 years ago, our founding fathers pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to declare independence and defend our God-given rights. And that was President Trump uh, standing uh, a few paces um, away from where the very... um, important historical speech was made by Dr. Martin Luther King, his I Have a Dream speech. Well, the president talked about the fact that um, Americans, we watch out for each other, we take care of each other, and uh, had a special guest from the home of the, um, well, from the area where our Blue Angels uh, flew in from Pensacola to be a part of the show talking about the Florida Panhandle and a very special resident that we're proud of here in the Sunshine State. Let's listen in. Always take care of each other. That love and unity held together the first pilgrims. It forged communities on the Great Plains. It inspired Clara Barton to found the Red Cross, and it keeps our nation thriving today. Here tonight, from the Florida Panhandle, is Tina Belcher. Her selfless generosity over three decades has made her known to all as Mrs. Angel. Every time a hurricane strikes, Mrs. Angel turns her tiny kitchen into a disaster relief center. On a single day after Hurricane Michael, she gave 476 people a warm meal. 
Mrs. Angel, your boundless heart inspires us all. Thank you. That's quite a feat, 400 meals from a single kitchen, and been doing that year after year. So, uh, Mrs. Angel, we salute you as well on this post-4th of July afternoon. Well, the speech was filled not only with history, which I was delighted, because even though it was a pro-Trump, conservative crowd, you could argue, it was an opportunity for a lot of people who might have been taught history years ago understand the headlines of history, but oftentimes they can forget some of the details. So throughout the day, throughout the speech, I should say, the president had two themes. One was uh, not only these historical events and talking about them, and then he talked about individual persons, uh, and then we had uh, the salute to the military that was also part of it with the flyovers. Well, he talked about Brave women, one of which was Amelia Earhart. He talked about the braveness of Jackie Robinson, who broke the color barrier in baseball. And uh, many, many great Americans have made accomplishments to help us be where we're at on the journey today. Though not perfect, but moving toward being the best country on the face of the globe. That's my opinion. Let's listen in. America's fearless resolve has inspired heroes who defined our national character from George Washington, John Adams, and Betsy Ross to Douglas, you know, Frederick Douglas, the great Frederick Douglas, Harriet Tubman, Amelia Earhart, Douglas MacArthur, Dwight Eisenhower, Jackie Robinson, and, of course, John Glenn. It has willed our warriors up mountains and across minefields. It has liberated continents, split the atom, and brought tyrants and empires to their knees. Well, time for a break on the Bill Bunkley Show. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about some Medal of Honor recipients that were in the crowd. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Richard Nixon, who ran five times for president or vice president, said he ran to the right to win the Republican nomination, but back toward the center in the general election. In 2004, George W. Bush and Karl Rove reinvented presidential campaigns, discovering that undecided independent voters had shrunk from 20-plus percent to single digits. They concentrated on turning out their own base of voters, and it worked. Later campaigns have followed this sometimes ugly but effective strategy. Now the Democrats face a dilemma. Their early energy was all from far-left Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Kamala Harris, but not so fast, as late-entry Joe Biden is more moderate, though he is being pushed left on issues such as abortion and climate change. Persuading the middle better suits Biden, but Democrats may demand a hard-left turn. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. 
With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Two crowds descended on the mall yesterday. There was the anti-Trump crowd that uh, filled in more toward uh, the orchestra area with the traditional 4th of July festivities at the Capitol building. And then you had the sea of a lot of red hats, a lot of red shirts uh, Toward the end, um, uh, of course, the halfway point, the 50-yard line, is the Washington Monument. And then you had uh, all of the Trump supporters getting as close as they could to the Lincoln Memorial. So two separate celebrations, if you will, even two separate uh, fireworks displays. And uh, they had the Tampa curse on the fireworks. I'll talk about that coming up in a moment. If you had a chance to see that or watch the tape delay last night, you'll understand what I am talking about. Well, the president talked about the fact that our freedom rests on the shoulders of those who have gone before us and who serve us now defending our freedom. Let's listen in. Our warriors from a hollowed roll call of American patriots running all the way back to the first souls who fought and won American independence. Today, just as it did 243 years ago, the future of American freedom rests on the shoulders of men and women willing to defend it. We are proudly joined tonight by heroes from each branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, including three recipients of the Congressional Medal of Honor. Thank you. All right, uh, 877-943-9673. Michael, who do we have? Diana in Tampa, welcome to Bill Bunkley Show. Hi, how are you? Hey, it's, uh, I think I'm the only one working today, but that's okay. How are you? Very good. I'm working also. <laughs> well, I just think um, that kind of a speech is, as usual, just in order to feed his ego, which is fine. It's fine. We are just used to his ego. But I think it's very pathetic for the fans to applaud and to celebrate this kind of a speech because it's just a big, huge ego, a big, a big display of arrogance. So I don't think uh, it's his fault. It's actually his fans' fault. Have a good day. 
All right. Uh, I wonder what what if Barack Obama had made the exact said the exact same things in the exact same speech? Would you have the same opinion? Okay, she is gone. Well, I, I I've got to say this with all due respect, and I was hoping to engage the caller, but she's gone, and I thank her for calling. Uh, let's put it this way: How you react to what President Trump did is, in large part, in my opinion, as to what you think or thought, what you thought or what you currently think about Donald Trump today. I think if you have not appreciated and you heard some of the descriptions about, um, generally speaking, the paraphrase about his ego, all about him. If you have had those type of uh, uh, feelings without any kind of consideration of the uh, issues that he has pushed through uh, since he was elected, then you're going to bring that same opinion about him getting on the mall there. On the other hand, if you, uh, and I've said it very, very clearly on several occasions, many of us are not comfortable with his bedside manner. And uh, the way he uh, delivers uh, some of his comments, we certainly, uh, I'm not for any kind of personal attacks. So, um, to me, that's a, that, that's a flaw. However, I am extremely pleased with uh, the agenda that he said he was going to do, the agenda that he brought forward. And so, you're going to have people who appreciate what he has done for that agenda. And no matter what happened, if it was a a great speech, bad speech, knocked out by lightning, whatever it is, uh, you would have people who would uh, think it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. So here we have this this same indication of a a split America. And uh, probably, certainly it's conservative versus liberal, but it's also uh, either likes or objections based on personality. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Have another caller. Who do we have? Mona in Sarasota. Hey, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad okay. to have you back. Well, I'm glad to have you back because, you know, there's not much live radio today. So I haven't heard the commentary about last night, and I love the speech. And I'm just thankful that you, you were there, and I'm just thankful to our president because it was wonderful. It was masterful. I mean, he was talking about everybody who did their, their part, the famous, the not famous. Just it was a beautiful American uh, pre- a presentation and, and celebration. And um, it, was, it was just fabulous. And I'm sorry that some people don't like it. I'm not a military person, but I love the flyover. It was just beautiful to see it. And he was so proud, and he just is is wonderful. It was such a, a patriotic event without being patriotic. <laughs> well, I can tell you from my experience, Mona, that if you were, uh, I've been there for, you know, Fourth of July celebrations there in New York City, but I meant to, you, if you were just to sit there and to see the aerial planes just come over, um, we have a strong defense because a strong defense doesn't have to always be used it's used to deter, to keep the peace. And I can tell you, especially uh, to see the Blue Angels fly over our capital and to come back and do the starburst with the Lincoln Memorial uh, in the foreground. Um, to me, that's red, white, and blue America. And I will say this. If anybody else would have made that same exact speech, it would have been embraced all the way around. I very much feel that. I'll give you the last word. Well, just it was fabulous. And again, thanks for being there and good health to you, Bill, this year. Thank you, Mona. Thank you for calling in. 
All right. Uh, how much time we got left, Mike? For if we can. All right. When we come back, we got one more cut to share. Uh, I think it's one more. Let me just make sure here. Uh, yes, it is. My my laptop was sort of split screening on me. All right. Uh, phone lines are still open at eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. That's 877-943-9673. We'll take your calls, and we'll get in this last cut. And then we'll talk about George Washington being erased from history in downtown San Francisco. You probably won't appreciate that as well. And uh, remind you always that if you have a question or comment and you don't want to go live on the air, you can always email us at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. That's afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. And remember that the podcasts are always up and available a few moments past the show. And so I invite you, if this is not a convenient time because of work or picking up the kids, you can always come uh, when you get home and download the the podcast on your smartphone and listen to it in the car. Let's do it on the way to work and uh, get a chance to be part of our program. So you can also listen live. And there's also, if you go to, to letstalkfaith.com, the Bill Bunkley page, all of the archives of my Something to Think About is there. So if you missed one, hey, you can go back and uh, take a look at that as well as we uh, express opinions every day. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the show when we come back. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. In June, employers added 224,000 jobs. The Labor Department says the solid gain came after weak job growth of just 72,000 in May. The unemployment rate up a tenth at 3.7%. President Trump says he's considering an executive order to try to force the inclusion of a citizenship question as part of the 2020 census. He says it's among four or five options he's considering. A vigorous aftershock sequence is continuing to follow the strongest earthquake to hit Southern California in 20 years. Chicago police say a 4th of July stampede at Navy Pier started when private security officers might have mistaken a firecracker for gunfire, and they cautioned bystanders to take cover. About 13 people were injured in the resulting melee that followed. This is SRN News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS that you can't pay? Call now for immediate help. 800-340-1040. 
At Community Tax Relief, we help consumers like you. If you take on the IRS alone, you could be facing levies, liens, even wage garnishments, personal or business tax issues. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, they will aggressively come after you. Protect yourself and your family today from what the IRS can do to you. Call now. 800-340-1040. They can freeze your bank account, even garnish your wages. Our expert team of tax professionals can solve your tax problems once and for all. Call now for a free five-minute tax debt analysis. 800-340-1040. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at Let's Don't let debt keep you down. Protect your career, your family, and your financial future with help from NFCC, a financial advocate who understands the money issues faced by current and former military members. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322 or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. We're back and we are live on this Friday afternoon. Certainly our studios in Tampa are, they're a little lean today with everybody taking some vacation time. I know that's probably the same situation from where you're calling from, whether you're working or not. Phil Bunkley Show here. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Been talking about the president's speech last night. Got one more cut, but I want to tell you that the Tampa curse ended up on the mall in Washington, D.C. Just what is that curse? Well, kind of being lighthearted about it. Certainly not a curse curse. But uh, there was a huge rainstorm, lightning, at 4 o'clock. Of course, the president got underway at 6.30 on the mall. And so what happened was when you have a big rainstorm, and Tampa residents know this very well, uh, a little bit last night, but certainly last year, when the fireworks display was in the basin right there at the Tampa Convention Center, uh, after a, a pretty good rainstorm there and uh, not much air moving around, as soon as you started firing off the, the aerial displays and the smoke from the gunpowder and the rockets, well, with all of the heavy, humid uh, air, uh, the smoke just clings to that moisture and doesn't clear out. And, in fact, last night, a couple of observations, the PBS coverage of the, the fireworks display, a couple observations. Number one, yes, it did get toward the end that uh, you couldn't see the fireworks, uh, almost a carbon copy for those of you who were, say, along the Bay Shore in Tampa a year ago, and you couldn't hardly see the fireworks. The other thing is um, PBS and when they plan their programming, 
um, did not allow enough time for the fireworks because uh, at the end, instead of just uh, showing the camera with a few flashes, um, they ended up uh, not even showing a whole lot of the fireworks and just showing people sitting there uh, or standing, uh, just a bunch of crowd shots as they were running the clock out for the end of their program. And when the program finished, the fireworks were still going off on the mall, which is a little unusual. Um, but there were two sets of fireworks. There was the original one, and you had the, the two big companies that donated fireworks for Donald Trump. Unfortunately, uh, America did not get to see the magnitude of those two and very extended fireworks display. And uh, interesting Usually there's a lot of statistics about fireworks that's reported, and I was trying to get an accurate um, uh, depiction of how long the fireworks there at the mall in, in, in the major news outlets, and I, I'm sure it's there somewhere, but I looked for about 15 minutes through articles, and I couldn't get that. On the flip side, before we get the last cut, uh, boy, New York just knocked the socks off of it. I mentioned last night that they surely got the uh, United States uh, prize for the best fireworks last night. Macy's did their usual uh, presentation, four different barges along the Hudson River. But uh, the added traction this year was that it was the bridge that comes over from New Jersey. They had some very spectacular, originally all choreographed fireworks on the side of the bridge, launching from the bridge. Uh, coordinated with the other four um, uh, aerial uh, fireworks. About 20, 22 minutes, I think, uh, was about uh, the length that it ran. And uh, it was spectacular. The NBC coverage was spectacular. But keep in mind that the whole focus, other than the pre-show leading up to the New York fireworks, I know at one time they had a blimp. I don't know whether it was a blimp. I know there was certainly a helicopter or an air, uh, airplane involved, <coughs> but <coughs> the the New York fireworks always <coughs> gets a little bit better television coverage because it's really planned for. Now, in D.C., if you're in the right spot, it is very inspirational because you see them going up around and appear to engulf the Washington Monument. In New York... What, they, what they'll do is they're on the Jersey side of the Hudson River, and the Hudson River with the four barges plus the bridge is where their fireworks take place. And then what they do is they've got uh, either a blimp, plane, helicopter, whatnot, so they are have several cameras they're switching back and forth from where you actually get an aerial view of the entire fireworks display that's going on there in the Hudson River. And uh, hats off to NBC. They've, they've covered this for so long. Uh, when they get into the, to their production meetings, they know exactly uh, uh, how to brief, deb- uh, debrief the last year, brief the new year. And so it was just spectacular. And um, we have, uh, when Zach was small, was the last time we did the New York fireworks. And the bridge was not included. And, uh, boy, the bridge was just spectacular. If there is any kind of a DVD out there that, or uh, YouTube or anything like that, it would be well worth uh, taking the 20 minutes to uh, to look at it. They also choreographed a lot of it to what was all choreographed. I mean, it was on spot with the audio. And what they did was they uh, showed um, or, or they played. They had orchestras uh, that had pre-taped a lot of the movie 
uh, the title of a movie or the main movie theme songs. Uh, for instance, Rocky was one, E.T. was another, and so they had all of these nostalgic films, and the fireworks, uh, part of the display, the fireworks were um, in sync with uh, that music. And then, of course, they had uh, all the patriotic music, and it was uh, it was incorporated as well. So um, don't expect Tampa, Madeira Beach, or any of the areas here to keep up, and uh, Tampa did a great uh, move forward in trying to make amends from last year's fireworks display with their multiple locations. But i uh, got to tell you, if you haven't seen the New York one, it is just fabulous. Well, I want to get this last cut in. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. You know, <clears throat> we can't even come together on 4th of July. We can't even come together and say, you know what? This Trump guy is going to make a speech. I don't like him, and I'm sure it's going to be political. So I'm sorry. I prejudge what he's going to do. Well, I look forward to the day, and probably not till I get to heaven, to where it's just like innocent until proven guilty. We've certainly got away from that in our culture. Then we like to give a lot of people a lot of airtime about what they just know is going to happen about something. And none of that happened. The The president kept it straight down the center line. And, and, I, and again, I say, had it been anybody other than the president with the exact same speech, exact same salute, you and I know that the backlash that was manufactured beforehand and certainly was proven wrong afterwards, anybody else wouldn't have got that kind of scrutiny. But that's how divided we are. That's how divided we are. 877-943-9673. Well, we should be sharing this history. And we should put even disdain. I got to tell you, Barack Obama, as a president, was not my was not my was not my choice, and his policies, uh, by and large, are not my policies. But you know what? I honored the office of the presidency, and I honored the individual, even though I very much disagreed with a lot of what he did. Unfortunately, we don't have that as part of uh, being a an American in this country anymore. And all the prejudging and the half-truths really want to make you sick, especially as it gets on social media. So let's get one more comment in from the president talking about uh, we are one people and we have one set of heroes and we are chasing the same destiny. Let's listen in. We are one people chasing one dream and one magnificent destiny. We all share the same heroes the same home, the same heart, and we are all made by the same almighty God. From the banks of the Chesapeake to the cliffs of California, from the humming shores of the Great Lakes to the sand dunes of the Carolinas, from the fields of the heartland to the Everglades of Florida. The spirit of American independence will never fade, never fail, but will reign forever and ever and ever. Well, just a short excerpt of uh, the comments by uh, President uh, Trump yesterday on the mall. 
and um, it certainly was. A lot of people went reading reports that uh, they wanted to be there uh, as one of those historic speeches that ended up um, being made there on the Mall in Washington, D.C., and like many people wanted to be there for the Martin Luther King speech, supporters of the president came from uh, some very uh, um, challenging distances to want to be on the mall that day. So either way, uh, I, I call for all of us. Might not appreciate the president, but uh, let's get back to honoring the office of the presidency. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Uh, Mike, who do we have? Glinda, Miss Glinda in Tampa, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Hi, Bill. Thanks hey. for taking the call. Absolutely. How are you? Happy Fourth of July day after. God bless you. Thank you. I enjoyed it tremendously. I thought it instilled a lot of emotions. And hopefully, I know we're in such a divisive devastating time in our history and i think he proved it that um we are still one people under one god and there's that deep state underground history that is not being told it's the untold tragedy and story i believe and it's a war it really is, and it's not just political. It is definitely spiritual. Yeah, we, def- we definitely have, we have, a, we have the spiritual war going on, and then we have, uh, quite frankly, we have allowed the federal uh, government, especially inside the Beltway, to turn into this huge bureaucracy, people making uh, just absolutely uh, egregious hourly rages or annual compensation and uh, – more millionaires were formed inside the Beltway in recent years than anywhere else. And we have a runaway government, and it's a government that is running things uh, in the shadows. Uh, it isn't our Congress. It isn't our president. There's a lot more going on, as you said, in your very accurate, astute comments. Exactly. And what I heard today that I'm really passionate about, um, I heard and I don't listen to this um, South African preacher, but he was on the Jim Baker show today. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the history that he has written in this book with his co-writer, I don't even get his name, but who killed Uncle Sam? It tells the whole story that goes all the way back. Well, I'll tell you what, there's also a comparison. We've got about 30 seconds left, so I've got to go quick. There's also a compar- comparison that uh, uh, I- I've seen the presentation comparing Rome to America, including uh, the whole immigrant issue, all sorts of things. And so it's interesting because history does repeat itself, and you're right. The roots of what's going on today go way, way back. But, uh, hey, we wish you a happy Fourth of July weekend. Thank you. And the beginning of the rest of our life that's going to uh, hopefully vote smart 2020. Well, just either way, the Lord is with us. All right, Bill Bunkley, more of the Bill Bunkley Show. We'll go to California in a moment. Washington being painted away. Don't go away. I'll be right back. 
know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aqua Powder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aqua Powder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aqua Powder's is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aqua Powders Vitamin C today. And remember, Aqua Powders transforms water into wellness. This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you have and filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-893-8907. That's 800-893-8907. 800-893-8907. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. What could happen to your marriage if you had a personalized six-week plan to grow your relationship? Family Life wants to give you an ebook, Stronger Forever, with weekly steps toward greater marriage fitness, free. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword Stronger. And when you log on, you'll also be entered to win Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise. Log on and enter to win today at letstalkfaith.com, keyword Stronger. Letstalkfaith.com, keyword Stronger. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm, that faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. Well, I got to tell you real quick before we get into the next story, uh, on the breaks, oftentimes, often, oftentimes I'm making sure we have uh, not any breaking news that uh, I need to get to uh, very quickly. But I tell you what, I just saw a story that just frosted me. I'll tell you very quickly. Apparently, on the 2nd of July, there in uh, Boca Raton Beach, there was a group of tourists who were digging up and playing with baby turtles, going inside the roped-off taped area. So let me just say this, in case you're listening, don't be a fool. And that is just idiotic. And you know, we don't allow name-calling on this show, but do me a favor. Leave the turtle nests alone, and if you're renting a house on the beach, turn your lights out at night so the turtles don't come to your house instead of going out to sea. But certainly, certainly don't dig them up. All right, I'm done. Feel better. California, here we go again. You know, the statues all across our country have been under siege, especially Civil War statues. And I reported to you about our U.S. coins and currency are under fire for asserting a, quote, trusting God. And a couple of days ago, I told you that Thomas Jefferson's hometown is no longer going to acknowledge his birthday as an official holiday in their town. Guess who's up next? Some of you guessed already. That's right. George Washington. America's first president is about to be erased, at least as far as a very historic mural in San Francisco is concerned. And by the way, as I tell you this story, this, this act, this story is extremely clear and symbolic of the left that's painting over, that's revising, and erasing our American history. Whether it's good or bad, all of this is courtesy of the far left. Now, I know this is going to inflame you, but here's the truth. San Francisco politicians have has ordered that a historic mural painted way back in 1929, I believe in the Depression era, is the mural of the life of George Washington. There's a famous mural artist who has uh, did a lot of work during the Depression around San Francisco, Victor Armitoff. It's George Washington kneeling. Um, it's got uh, a group of settlers uh, standing around uh, a, a, an Indian that has been killed, and there's African Americans, and um, George Washington is sitting uh, off under the trees. And so it's a life of George Washington, but it was also a mural that depicted some of the hypocrisy with the slave movement and with the Indians. Well, apparently even that is offensive to the folks in California. Or let me say the public officials. And and as I said earlier, I guess that the left and this time San Francisco politicians, I guess they believe that if you... Revise it, if you get rid of it, or if you paint over part of our history, it is somehow going to fix everything. It's somehow going to change everything for good. And it won't. 
look, it may well be time, and I think it is time, for us to reconsider some aspects of our history, reconsider some of the traditional depictions with with an eye towards balance. Balance, not running over him with a fate truck, not casting him into the to the realm of uh, we're going to forget you. But no, time to, to, to be realistic of considering the depictions of both the people and the periods of our American history. But it's certainly not time, or should it ever be time, to hit the delete button. And so they're going to get some paint. And they have ordered that, and by the way, I think it's six. It's a huge figure to paint over this thing, I guess, to be able to cover it up. They're going to cover it up with paint. And I, let me tell you, I think it was it was a Berkeley. I uh, can't remember the story, but there was a history professor, either at Sanford or, or, or Berkeley out there in California, who's liberal, but basically said, you know what, this is wrong. And he agrees with me, or I agree with him, however you want to look at it, is that we might need to update some of the depictions of our historical artifacts around our country. But to paint over them, and especially this world-renowned Muriel artist who was talking about some of the duplicity and hypocrisy with the life of Washington Muriel. It is just so very sad. Because the left wants to wipe everything out and create a whole new set of history. That's what they do in countries like Russia, China, North Korea, Venezuela. Well, it's been our pleasure to be with you this week, especially this 4th of July weekend. Got another hour coming up. Bruce House Connect is going to talk about uh, religious freedom. And uh, we got Dana Hardy, my good friend, who is an 18-year veteran of missionary trips from right here in Tampa back and forth to Cuba, sometimes two or three times a year. That's going to be our second hour of our program. So if you'd like to hear those two interviews, go right now to AM 570 or AM 910, and the second half of the Bill Bunkley Show will be right there. Until Monday at 4, have a blessed 4th of July weekend. We'll see you then. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President of Ridgecrest Residents of Ridgecrest, California, are recovering from yesterday's 6.4 earthquake that rocked the south-central part of the state. 
Frank Montenegro, who lives in Ridgecrest, tells Salem Radio News there was a rocking and rolling motion that destroyed his home. The house, uh, you know, we're on a we're in a manufactured home, triple wide, beautiful, built. You know, we had it built, and uh, it, it, the type of foundation, um, you know, with a quake of this magnitude, it kind of shook loose from that pushed away our concrete porches on both the front and back of the house. Uh, the belly band broke around the house, and it's just, it's just bricks everywhere. A state of emergency has been declared for Kern County. That declaration means that the state will help the county and municipalities in it with emergency aid and recovery efforts. U.S. employers sharply stepped up their hiring in June, adding a robust 224,000 jobs, an indication of the economy's durability after more than a decade of expansion. Mark Hamrick, who's the senior economic analyst at Bankrate.com, says the next question is what will the Fed do? It has a meeting looming at the end of the month. Investors are betting that the Fed will cut interest rates, and that may still be a safe bet, not by 50 basis points or one-half of 1%, but probably by one-quarter of 1% if the Fed is going to move. President Trump is pleased with the latest employment numbers. Those were really unexpectedly good. And uh, our country continues to do really well, really, really well. The Justice Department says it will continue to look for legal grounds to force the inclusion of a citizenship question on the 2020 census. But the department says it's unclear how that will happen. On Wall Street, the down by 44 points. The Nasdaq rose 32. The S&P declined 5. Oil up to 57.51 a barrel. More at townhall.com. Former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. This is what Health America is about. Finding the cures, helping people have complete lives. And biotech investment expert Mark Lichtenfeld. This has the potential to transform our world in the same way penicillin did during World War II, and it could fund the retirements of smart Americans that act now. We'll take the stage for the 2019 American Health and Wealth Summit and show you the number one way to get smarter, get healthier, and get richer right now. Discover the breakthrough experts are saying has the potential to change the lives of everyone and everything on the planet and find out how you can profit from the cutting-edge companies driving us toward a remarkable future. It's all happening online this July 18th at 1 p.m. For details, text the keyword WEALTH to 76076 or visit us online at ushealthandwealthsummit.com. By texting WEALTH to 76076, you agree to be called or texted at your number with automated technology with marketing messages from the Oxford Club. Even if your number is on a national, state, or corporate tune, call list. Consent is not a condition the purchase message and data rates may apply. San Francisco's school board has voted to paint over a 1930s mural of George Washington deeming it harmful and racist. The mural entitled Life of Washington was ironically paid for by the U.S. government as part of FDR's Works Projects Administration with its artist Viktor Arnatov, a Russian-born communist and social critic who was hired with government funds considered a master of the 1930s mural technique. He purposely painted into the mural some of the disturbing imagery, which the school board now wants to paint over to the tune of $600,000. One older graduate says painting over the mural is like pretending that the history depicted never happened. George Bonzani reporting. Fifteen Kenyan families of people killed in that Boeing 737 MAX plane crash in Ethiopia in March have rejected a proposal by Boeing to compensate them, saying they will pursue their claims in court. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. 
UN Human Rights Chief Michelle Bachelet says Venezuelan authorities are using torture and other forms of force. A report notes attacks against actual or perceived political opponents and human rights defenders ranging from threats and smear campaigns to arbitrary detention, torture and ill treatment, sexual violence, killings and enforced disappearance. She says new research on Venezuela points to a significant reduction in citizens' human rights. The report makes clear essential institutions and the rule of law in Venezuela have been eroded. The exercise of freedom of opinion, expression, association and assembly and the right to participate in public life entails a risk of reprisals and repression. A top Venezuelan diplomat denies the charges, saying the report does not reflect the reality in our country. He says Venezuela would heed constructive recommendations. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show, the second hour here on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And as you are celebrating our freedom with this extended 4th of July holiday, I'm glad that you're with us this afternoon. Well, coming up next, here's the question. Do we still have the same religious freedom as we did in 1776? Well, that's a question to ponder, and we'll be pondering that with my guest in just a moment, Bruce House Connect, Judicial Analyst for Focus on the Family. So don't miss that because where we go in the future has a lot to do with how we react to our past. And this is a republic. It's all hands on deck. Then coming up in a moment, the Caribbean nation is just about 90 miles south of Key West. It's known as Cuba. And for 18 years, my guest coming up a little bit later during this hour has been going to the Cuban island uh, on mission for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Dana Hardy with um, Idaho Baptist Church is going to be with me in just a few moments. And uh, in some years, he's gone to Cuba in a missionary phase two or three times a year. But we're going to have a chance to talk about the history of those 18 years and what's happening now with the Cuban people, especially with uh, the new um, laws that President Trump has enacted. We'll find out how that's affecting the nation, but also how Christ is affecting the nation. Don't go away. That and more. I'll be right back.
Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works? Think again. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy writes, I've tried several stop-smoking products without any success. After trying Miraset, my overall health is so much better, and my urges have gone away. Miraset is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all-natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one-month supply of Miraset today to end the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money-back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149. 800-394-6149. We need to be brutally honest with God. God can take those, those brutally honest questions. We see that all through David's Psalms. I think for us to come to, first of all, to know who he is. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. And Voskamp on Focus on the Family Minute with a word about trusting God. I think sometimes we want an explanation for the suffering. But if we're really honest with our hearts, more than an explanation, we want an experience with God. We want his warm arms around us because answers can be cold, but his presence is warm. So can we go ahead and trust that God is with me in the midst of the suffering? Can we trust that sometimes God allows what he can hardly stand to accomplish what we can't understand? More encouragement from Anne at familyminute.org. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? Seems like the more you need something, the harder it is to get, especially when you need it fast. Have you been turned down for a personal loan? Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you have bad credit? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours. There's no paperwork needed to get connected. At GetCash.com, our lenders have lent hundreds of millions of dollars to people just like you. And now, you could get up to $5,000 deposited in your account as soon as tomorrow, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at GetCash.com. That's GetCash.com. GetCash.com. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what He's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Dressed in black The preachers say life goes too fast The memories have turned to tears Thinking back on all the years 
Hey, we're back. It's Friday afternoon, and all of the big bangs have uh, wrapped up uh, in entirety all across West Central Florida. And I know they still got some of the secondary fireworks to sell at the fireworks stand, so you'll hear some more. But today, we want to take a little reflection back of what we celebrated yesterday. And, of course, the 4th of July, uh, for those of us that truly appreciate not only what the Founding Fathers did, but what many a man and woman has done to preserve the freedom and the liberty and the blessings that we have in this country today. So today we want to kind of take a look back, but take a look forward. And we'll be talking about this question. Do we still have the same religious freedoms as we did way back in 1776? Well, to join me to talk about this is no stranger to the Bill Bunkley Show Bruce House Connect is with us. He's the judicial analyst for Focus on the Family. And by the way, that website is focusonthefamily.com, focusonthefamily.com. And you can hear uh, Jim Daly on the daily radio program twice a day right here on AM 570 and 910. Well, Bruce House Connect is an attorney who serves as Focus on the Family's judicial analyst. In the last couple of years, I guarantee you, he's been pretty busy. Busy. He's responsible for research and analysis of legal and judicial issues related to Christians and the institution of the family, including First Amendment freedom of religion and free speech issues, judicial activism, marriage, homosexuality, and pro-life matters. Joined Focus way back in 2004, practiced law for 17 years in construction litigation, as well as an associate general counsel for a large ministry in Virginia. Uh, he was also an associate pastor at a church in Colorado Springs for seven years, primarily in worship music ministry. And I got to tell you what, Bruce, we don't find many lawyers out there that are also music ministers. How'd that work out? <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, music my whole life. And I just like to tell people that I've had a, a, a very dubious upbringing and, a, and a, <laughs> I've been everywhere, done everything. And pretty soon I'll get it right. Well, I tell you what, we're, we're proud of all the work that you're doing, and you have been busy. When we think about the attacks today, they're almost uh, relentless, almost daily. And now with the advent of a tilted press to the left, as well as social media, there is an increase in what we are seeing in the areas of those who uh, either abhor anything that has to do about faith, or simply uh, different philosophies. But the question is this. We remember this very famous, patriotic, and statement of truth. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Now, the question is, do we still believe that? And now... As recently as the last couple of days that uh, there was an era where slavery was part of uh, the story of America, a dark side of the story, I should say. But certainly it was at a time when our first flag graced this nation by Betsy Ross. And now we have the big Nike controversial with uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Tell us a little bit what your thoughts are, because I see... Uh, certainly in parts of the nation, maybe half the nation, that religious freedom 
Boy, if we don't watch it, uh, we could have a change in presidency in a year and a half or maybe four years. And if the left takes over, we may lose the First Amendment. What say you? Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think the answer to the question, do we still have the same religious freedoms that we did in 1776, is uh, no. But I like to qualify that by saying this is a sort of a good news, bad news, good news uh, story. And you began with the good news which is how our founders uh, started off the country. They gave us the principles in the Declaration of Independence that our uh, rights come from God, not from government, that government is supposed to secure those rights, not create them or not grant them, but they are supposed to secure those inalienable rights. Now, fast forward to today, and you pretty much uh, nailed the problems that we have. We have a a country that is post-Christian for the most part, even though... Uh, a majority of Americans uh, say that they are Christians. Um, we have the sexual revolution that has pushed uh, morality uh, way beyond anything that the Bible ever dreamed of and anything that the country was founded under. And you have this uh, age of uh, atheism and secularism on the rise, which is driving our politics and, and driving our government and laws. So the net effect of all that is Religious freedom is under attack, as we all know. I mean, it has gotten so bad that that uh, we're seeing poor little bakers and florists and uh, photographers, mom-and-pop businesses, essentially close their doors be- when the government uh, decides to bring its full weight upon them for daring to uh, re- refuse to perform for a same-sex wedding ceremony because of their religious conscience. There is no, there is very little conscience rights left, and, and what little there are, um, things, uh, things seem to be progressing downhill, and you have laws like the Equality Act that, that passed the House recently, which uh, even takes away religious freedom as a defense to any type of discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. So we are, we are at a crisis point right now. But the good news is, because of uh, the principles and foundation that the uh, pr- the founders gave us, I think there's a way out of this uh, morass, and it's gonna it's going to uh, depend on us as parents and and teachers of our young, our uh, the praying to the God who <laughs> is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and being there when uh, the when society realizes that the path it's chosen doesn't work. And, you know, I wanted to add one thing to that. Of course, uh, Bruce Husconnect is uh, House Connect is our guest this afternoon, judicial analyst for Focus on the Family. And we're talking about uh, do we still have the same religious freedoms as we did in 1776? And, of course, uh, if you've been with us the last few moments, you know that uh, now is one question. But in the near future or the not too distant future is something else. And one thing I just want to say that as we have just come off uh, a focus We had a chance to see a tribute to uh, our armed forces uh, in the Grand Parade, the controversial Grand Parade in D.C. Uh, We've heard from our president speaking from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. And so today, as we're really still focused on this Fourth of July weekend and patriotism, I want to say one thing. When we see what's happened in democratic, democratized countries, uh, Western Europe and now here in America, we've seen it up in Canada. We, we see that Canada has been taken over by the left-wingers. I mean, extreme left-wingers. And why did that happen? 
I can't hardly. We're here in Florida. We're here at the beaches in West Central Florida. A lot of Canadians come down. I, I never meet Canadians who are radical leftists. Why? Well, because Canadians are still pretty conservative. But what they've done is they've not gotten out and elected as conservatives for conservative values, social conservative values, or or a Christian worldview values. And what happens is they stay home. The other side energizes it, and we learn that from the homosexual community, very small numbers, but very dedicated, very active, and very relentless. And you see the gains that they have made. Well, I tell you what, if you want to preserve what Bruce House Connect is talking about, you've got to not only declare yourself ready to vote, but I'm going to tell you as a Christian, you need to talk to 10 or 20 other people over the next few months and get their commitment to go out and to vote their values as well. Because we've got enough people, if they will get motivated to get out and vote, and we will preserve this thing called religious freedom, if we don't, then think about what we are going to be sentencing our, our boys and girls, grandchildren to. And, Bruce, when, when we look at this, we, we've got a country that's just gone radical against God, gone radical about anybody suggesting that they ought to confirm, uh, conform to community or social standards. we got runaway atheism, and, and then the, the pure pagan, secular world that we live in, other people are fighting to take this away from us. How important is it going to be for us to fight for it? Yeah, it's extremely important. And I think it begins in the home uh, because our public education system is so tilted to the left. I think the future leaders of tomorrow, the, the torchbearers for the founder's vision are going to be those kids that are homeschooled, those kids that are in charter schools at conservative schools who teach the true meaning of the founding. It's going to take uh, parents who are on their knees every day uh, praying for this, such a country and praying for their their children on a daily basis. And I think, because I've seen that generation grow up, I've seen the uh, uh, the, the kids who are poised uh, to take over the next the next generation of leadership. They are awesome. They are involved. They are um, uh, motivated. And they are skilled. The Lord has provided us. Uh, it, it just behooves us to make sure that they're not alone, uh, that they have multitudes of, of uh, wonderfully schooled kids and dedicated parents that are creating the next generation that's going to draw a line in the sand and say, thus far and no further. So that's that's my assessment of the future. Hmm. Now, one thing I want to hit on is because is the is the idea of what has happened. And it's almost like we've had a moral front loader to absolutely just dig up our values or a, a moral drag line. And people that know about our phosphate industry here in Florida know what that is. But this whole idea of what started out in the 60s as the sexual revolution, and now it has just uh, morphed into unbelievable machinations about that. But the question is... We are now such a sex-saturated, gotta-have-pleasure 24-7, and uh, our kids are growing up with tools that I believe that uh, were meant for good, but Satan certainly has taken them over for uh, for less-than-worthy causes. How in the world do we pull our young people back from the brink? Because it just seems to them... Oh, so natural to have a good time, so natural to have fun, and 
You know, so you got a boyfriend and a girlfriend at the same time. You know, what's wrong with that? It, 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 it's fun. Talk about that. Yeah, it, it's a it's the cultural problem of the ages, and, and that is that we don't train up our children the way they ought to go. And it's easy, and, and I'm from the baby boomer uh, generation, and, and we're uh, a lot to blame for how easy we have been on our children in terms of letting them raise themselves instead of uh, teaching the children around the kitchen table. The kitchen table doesn't even exist anymore for dinner time in, in most homes. It's, and we're running around taking our kids to uh, soccer practice and basketball practice and baseball practice and lessons and this and that. There is no family time to, to, to inculcate those values that we were born with or trained up in um, so we've lost our families because of that. But I think there's going to be a return to that. I think people are sick of social media. I think they're uh, looking to a, a something more rock solid than, than the cheap thrills that we get by looking at how many likes we got on Facebook. And I think that's the generation that's going to be uh, turning back to the tried and true um, methods of training up our young. And, and I'm hopeful that that will happen. Well, I'll tell you what, when we look at going forward, um, you've touched on it. I think the major themes have to be with, and this is uh, this is an all-hands-on-deck deal. It's not just mom and dad. If you have extended family, and I know even Satan has come against that, but you got aunts and uncles, granddad, grandmoms, great-granddad, great-grandmoms, I tell you what, if you want to preserve the spiritual heritage, you've got to be influencing the family. And that's just not mom and dad raising our children up in the wisdom of the Lord. It's the entire family. And then, you know what? Uh, we have to organize. I, I really believe that. And I dare not even want to use that word because I don't really care for community organization, that label. But it's important for those of us to stand shoulder to shoulder and say, we love our country, and because of our commitment to Lord Jesus Christ, we love other people, and we realize that these people have not under, many of them not been told or seen the truth, and we've got to share the gospel. Got about 30 seconds, 45 seconds left. Your final thoughts. I, I, my final thought is I don't want to leave everyone discouraged over the current state of affairs, because although it is a dark time, religious freedom-wise, I think that we can look forward to a time when uh, this will turn the corner based on all the things you just said, the organization, the, the strength of the family, and uh, there will be a return to the foundational principles that made this country great. And that's why I would leave, uh, leave this interview with, with a hopeful note. Well, I'll tell you what, as always, uh, you are hopeful, and we are hopeful, and I want to thank Bruce House Connect for being with us today. Everyone else is uh, cruising around for four days because of the, uh, the 4th of July weekend, but uh, he wanted to be with us, and of course, Judicial Analyst for Focus on the Family. That website is focusonthefamily.com, focusonthefamily.com, not only for this issue, for all issues, it's your go-to website for many things that can help in your Christian walk. Bruce, good to have you with us. Thank you, Bill. Glad to be here. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, my friend. I will. Thanks. All righty. Coming up next, Dana Hardy has just returned from Cuba. 18 years uh, getting going in and out of Cuba as a missionary. Learn about that Caribbean state next on The Bill Bunkley Show.
W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. In June, employers added 224,000 jobs. The Labor Department says the solid gain came after weak job growth of just 72,000 in May. The unemployment rate up a tenth at 3.7%. President Trump says he's considering an executive order to try to force the inclusion of a citizenship question as part of the 2020 census. He says it's among four or five options he's considering. A vigorous aftershock sequence is continuing to follow the strongest earthquake to hit Southern California in 20 years. Chicago police say a 4th of July stampede at Navy Pier started when private security officers might have mistaken a firecracker for gunfire and they cautioned bystanders to take cover. About 13 people were injured in the resulting melee that followed. This is SRN News. People come to Ruth's Chris for more than just a great steak. They come to let off some steam. Take Rob, Joe, and Shelly. When they get wrapped up in a week-long assignment at work, they head on over to Ruth's Chris for a much-needed break over some sizzling steaks served to perfection. It's a chance for them to loosen up, have a few laughs, and talk about anything. Anything but work, that is. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Serving more than just sizzling steaks. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers total market penetration for increased roi learn more at surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers what could happen to your marriage if you and your spouse had practical and fun ideas to help your relationship take weekly steps toward greater marriage fitness that's the offer from family life a free ebook stronger forever a personalized six-week plan to grow your marriage closer to god and closer to each other again it's free just log on to our station website and use the keyword stronger And when you log on, you'll also be entered to win the most amazing cruise of your life, an adventure for you and your spouse, no children, aboard a fully chartered luxury cruise ship on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise. So log on now, get the free ebook Stronger Forever, and enter to win a memorable luxury cruise that could re-spark your marriage. Sunday afternoons at 12.30 and 6.30. Listen to Calvary Church Radio with Dr. Willie Rice. God did not give you your gifts for yourself. He has given you the gifts he has given you for his glory and the advance of his church. Calvary Church Radio with Dr. Willie Rice. Sundays at 12.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. on Faith Talk, 
AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back. It's the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon, and it is Fourth of July extended weekend for many of you. And that's why this afternoon we are not going to have a conversation with our friends out in Hollywood with Movie Guide. And uh, I've got something a little more special lined up that I think you're going to really enjoy. People right here in our listening area have connections and bonds with friends and relatives in the Caribbean nation called Cuba. And as you know, just recently, the president uh, rolled back some of the ability for people to visit off cruise ships uh, or for some of the educational uh, projects. Uh, Sometimes those got into a little bit more of the junket territory. That's my opinion. But nonetheless, there has been ministry going on in Cuba for a long, long time. And joining me today is uh, my good friend, Dana Hardy. Uh, He's a... Boy, just a long-term member of Idlewild Baptist Church like myself. He's now working in the men's ministry at Idlewild. But for many, many years, uh, the last five or six years, uh, he's been working with the Billy Graham Evangelistic uh, Association and doing advance work for Franklin Graham as he is out on his schedule ministering. And I got to tell you what, that, that Dana is just a witnessing machine. He has a heart for missions. And in fact... My very first question is going to have to do with his longevity in Cuba. Dana, good to have you with us this afternoon, my friend. Bill, it's always a pleasure, and I appreciate your endurance, too, you and Miss Terry and Zach. So hang in there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You Now, for the last 18 years, count them, 18 years, uh, Dana has been going back and forth uh, to the Cuban island to minister to the folks there. And over those 18 years and prior conversations, you know, for us to be able to go to Cuba to minister, it's been kind of an evolving situation. So, Dana, tell us, take it back, take us back to 18 years and just tell us how this has uh, sort of transformed all the way up to today and give us an idea if a church wanted to go to Cuba today at the end, uh, what type of uh, requirements would they have to meet? Right. It it is very exciting. Um, Bill, I also said Terry. It's Tony. But anyway, um, yeah, when we went in in 2001, that trip was very different what we were able to do. And uh, in fact, we were actually 
had to kind of stop doing some of the, some of the work at that time. And then there was a seven-year gap, and we started going in 2008, uh, and we've been two or three times a year every year. In fact, Idlewild sends seven to eight t- trips a year, and there are many other churches, other denominations that go also. Um, but uh, going down there to do construction, and right now it's it's uh, the way you go. It takes four months to get a religious visa. Um, you have to have a, a partner down there who can take the information to the to the visa office and get that, and you wait, and then you don't get the visa until maybe uh, seven to ten days before you go. And uh, so it's it is kind of interesting. But they did turn down some teams the early part of this year. Uh, where there was a little fight over the Constitution thing that they had going down there. But then all of a sudden they realized, hey, wait a minute, these folks are bringing money in to help do construction and ministry and help people, so they've kind of opened it back up now. And again, it takes four months to get a religious visa. You can get a tourist visa at the airport if you Southwest flies out of Tampa. It's a one-hour nonstop flight, and you can get a tourist visa there. Um, if you want to go down, but you have to have, you know, know what you're going to do when you get there. So it's, uh, it's incredible people to work with. And uh, I'm going to go back in September and we're waiting on those visas right now. They, we've already filed for them in June the 15th, because that was four months ahead of time when we were going. Let me ask you this, Dana Hardy, and that is, uh, let's talk about um, what you did 18 years ago, or what the groups were doing 18 years ago to get started. And again, uh, I've always known and been so impressed that you have not just taken an annual mission trip, but to Cuba, you've got years where you've taken two or three. So I think you probably are in the best uh, catbird seat to kind of have this overview. <laughs> so in the yeah. early days, were you actually doing construction or just doing vacation Bible schools or has no. our emphasis always been construction? Well, always construction's always been the entree. Uh, when you go, because what they, what the government told the churches a few years ago was, they said, we don't want you to build any more churches, but you can build house churches. So now house churches are, or can be, you know, you, where you take your regular two or 3000 square foot home, if it's even that big and turn it into something and have people in there and the pastor and his wife and family live there. And so it's very, they meet out in the yard or whatever they can do, but the one church that we were working on on this last trip, the renovation's been going on for 15 years. Uh, they were two and a half years without a roof. So it's all over the island, both the eastern and the western end of the island. And uh, then when we're there, we do the construction, but then when we take a break, we go and we do uh, visits, ministry visits. We have, Sometimes we have VBS. Um, sometimes we just go and visit church members. And they might invite two or three people into their home. And at that point in time, you ask a few questions, maybe show a DVD or or just ask some questions and see what you can do about sharing the gospel. Tell us about life in Cuba, because I know that uh, in some of the tourist spots, for instance, downtown Havana and other areas, when we had the cruise ships for that short period of time, people going in, there was an opportunity for a, a little bit more of entrepreneurship, uh, if you will, rather than out in the regional areas, out in the hills, among the farms. But people were able to sort of supplement whatever their income, which was very little to start with, in, in some of these tourist areas because they were selling things to the tourists, and now that's going to be cut back. 
But I know that in some of the areas that we work in the countryside, there is not a lot of options for that, is there? No, there's 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 not. But the government, the Cuban government, is allowing them uh, to buy houses now uh, and also to start some businesses. Um, so as a, I have a friend down there now that's got a tile business. There's another guy with a photography business. There's a lot of what they call hostels, you know, where you can stay, uh, homes that have three or four rooms in them. And uh, so that's quite a quite a draw because, again, uh, the U.S. is restricted, but the rest of the world can travel there. So there's a lot of international tourists, uh, mainly the United States is just for ministry stuff, and, and it was for all the cruise ships. And the cruise ship stopping has really affected Havana uh, this last week when we were there. Of course, it's in the middle of the summer. It's also hot, just as hot as it is here. But yet at the same time, there's not a lot of people traveling. It's uh, January, February, March is their, is their key, key time that they have. There's a lot of Canadian visitors uh, trying to get out of the snow from up north. But the Cuban people are incredible because we may not have much, but if I have rice and you have beans, we can have a meal and we can have fellowship. And they're very loving and caring people. And the poverty of the island of Cuba goes back 500 years. You know, it's nothing new. Uh, when other countries were running it and all things, it's always been an island that's been in turmoil, and I think that's God's sovereignty. And some of the pastors also say, you know what, we don't want the so-called persecution and the difficult times to go away because sometimes that's what brings people to the Lord. So it's quite an interesting perspective. And there's a lot of people who are content on staying there, and uh, we've got friends at the seminary there. and people that are training, they're training a lot of people, and there's a lot of ministry going on in Cuba in a lot of different ways. You're listening to the voice of Dana Hardy, a good friend of mine that uh, is probably the most experienced person I know uh, in terms of living here in the States that has been working uh, uh, on the island nation of Cuba, uh, visiting as a missionary. In fact, he just got back from Cuba the last day or two, if I'm up to date on uh, following his travels. And... um, I want to ask you this, because obviously when we look at uh, Cuba and we look at, say, uh, well, Mexico, Central, South America, we sometimes overlook it. But, you know, the influence of the Spanish conquistadors, the influence of the explorations. And so obviously uh, there was Spanish and then now we have the Cuban dialect off of Spanish. And then so many of our nations in Central and South America the folks that uh, we are dealing with with the crisis at the border. It's a Spanish language situation. So that reminds me also of um, the uh, members of the Catholic Church that were either traveling with the Spaniards or came in just after their um, their travels and to come in and to uh, spread the, the, the gospel from the Catholic perspective. How much of that is um, is a remnant, if any, in Cuba? How much does that affect the Cubans? And the second part of my question, for instance, when you minister in Haiti, people will come to the Lord in Haiti, but yet they still have either some Catholic or some voodoo, and they tend to mix the three together. What type of situation do you find yourself in when you're when you are going to go out and do some uh, evangeliz- evangelization on the streets or in the towns, any of that influence playing into you getting the real story of Christ straight from the scriptures to the people? 
Absolutely. Um, the the influence did have a lot there because you go back to the Spanish-American War and then you go back to the 20s, 30s, and 40s when you had the influence of uh, the sugar plantations and American business that was down there. And then you had uh, the, the mafia had its own thing when Fidel came in. And then you had so many things that transformed. So just similar to the United States, there's a lot of denominations down there. In fact, uh, there's actually a mosque now in Havana. That's the fr- I just saw that for the first time down there um, in, in Havana Vieja, which is old Havana. Um, but there are other denominations there. And uh, Florida Baptists actually take 40 trips a year um, into Cuba uh, every year. And I know there's many other denominations that do the same. Uh, but we're very committed to doing all that we can of helping down there, helping with the seminary and that. But then when you share the gospel, you ask someone, you know, you ask them the questions, if you died today, you know, would you go to heaven? And someone might say, well, I'm, I'm Catholic or whatever. And then you just ask, you know, well, how does a Catholic get to heaven? And see where they stand, because if it's Jesus, then it's the same. But there, the denominational thing is there. There's Jehovah Witness there. There are other uh, denominations, too, some Pentecostal denominations uh, that are there. And uh, so you and you don't get to do street evangelism. You can't go out one-on-one, I mean, that kind of thing. If you ask a question, you can answer the question. But mainly all the visits that we do are people who know people, and we're going by maybe to visit some someone who's uh, sick or someone who's elderly, and then we ask questions, and usually they're so friendly they have two or three other people, neighbors in their home, and then they say, hey, come over here and meet our friends, and then we just take the chance to ask a question. And uh, we we have a bilingual track that we use so that uh, even if we don't have a translator, um, we can, you know, can, we can still communicate with them and leave the gospel. And then there's just tons of gospel material to be able to take. The vacation Bible school, just had a vacation Bible school last week. Another one of our teams did with 300 kids in a town. Uh, so it's, it's very, very impacting. And then there's obviously the discipleship uh, process that you got to do with uh, follow-up and and helping people to grow in their lives and then helping them to learn the spiritual disciplines, reading the Bible daily, prayer, you know, sharing their own faith or memorizing scripture, doing the things that we try to do to practice the presence of God. Mm. So it is quite amazing, though, because, again, they're they're very friendly and caring people. But the average income is 20 to $25 a month. Okay, so they don't have much. And that goes back to what you said earlier of the opportunities that are there. But the thing is, is that if I've got mangoes and you've got avocados, you and I are going to have a meal, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and also, if you have a shade tree in your yard, it most likely is going to have fruit on it. Otherwise, it's just a it's just a tree that's taken up ground. So uh, we grow lemons, limes, mangoes, avocados, yucca, you know, everything that we can. And they have the, the farms that are going. And the island is so fertile. It's got an incredible soil. And uh, they're a little bit dry right now, but kind of like us, but uh, they could use some more rain. And the other thing is, when they build their construction, uh, we asked him one time, he says, why do you pour a roof that's six inches thick? He says, because we only get one chance. We have to build something strong because they know they're going to get hurricanes. Mm. And uh, they have to be, and they also don't have drywall. So the water comes in, floods the houses, and they just let them dry out and they go. But they're very creative and very... Uh, talented people, both the men and the women, and uh, they're very generous and very loving and caring, and uh, they they appreciate the ministry that goes on because of what Christ has done for us. 
Now, Dana Hardy, you talk about $25 a month, and that ought to get some folks' attention. Um, I also know, uh, or, or you're the expert, so you can always correct me, but um, there, uh, Cuba really has, uh, well, in Havana, it could be dealing with several different currencies because, as you said, uh, we have Europeans yeah. and Canadians that still come down and enjoy, and enjoy the old city, the beaches. Uh, but uh, I know that the American dollar is very, very important. And so even when you get outside of Havana, when uh, your teams are going down, whether they're bringing supplies or you're going to buy supplies there, uh, I'm assuming you're allowed to bring in U.S. dollars. And uh, people really are open to having U.S. dollars because they tend to have uh, a little more buying power. Is it true or not true than the, the, the Cuban currency? It, it, it fluctuates somewhat. Um, they they really prefer that you take U.S. dollars and buy what they call CUC. Um, they have a, a currency called CUP, which is the Cuban Universal Peso. We're not allowed to use that. Um, it takes four four pesos to make a dollar. But when you go to the bank to exchange your money, um, you can you get the rate that they have right now. The the going rate is about uh, uh, eighty two for a hundred, so it's about eighteen percent. Uh, that can be so and then there's sometimes there's an area where if you know a guy you might be able to uh, transfer some money a little bit better than that but they're not we're not allowed to use American dollars or or credit cards there so we have to use CUC Um, and uh, it you know it works well but uh, things are are very good when you go around again the things are different in Havana than they are in the outskirts Um, they they have a lot of things they they like for us to bring very uh, uh, important things like medicines and pain relievers and vitamins and those kind of things. Uh, but yet at the same time, this this last week we were there, we saw a store that had Pantene in it, you know, uh, shampoo wow. and conditioners. Um, and the store was full of stuff. But if you ask and said, hey, I need an Excedrin migraine, where do you find that? You don't get it, you know. Um, but uh, food is very prevalent down there and uh, restaurants. And, of course, if you're Cuban, you can buy the food for your CUP. If we're, it's us. Our our rate is the CUC dollar, but uh, it's very, it's still very economical. Um, I had a pork dinner on Thursday night in Havana. Uh, was four dollars and fifty cents uh, CUC, and it had two sides with it, you know, and it was excellent. You know, pork and black beans and rice and. Oh, plants, I imagine it would of. be there. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they always tease me because my Spanish, mi español para la comida y desayuno solamente. So my Spanish is good for lunch and dinner. I speak menu, and uh, <laughs> we we use a translator uh, down there. And those that's another part of the economy is uh, having the people that help us. And then we also take a water purification system down there. Sure. And then uh, they have uh, we we take some tools down a few, but you really buy all the products down there. The the concrete, the sand, the black, the, the blocks, the uh, steel, all that stuff is already there in Cuba. And uh, sometimes it's a little harder to get than others, but most times it's it's actually pretty good. Many, many other countries supply them with much materials, and their Wi-Fi is also growing. Um, their, their Wi-Fi is up to 4G now. And uh, so we were able to use that a little bit the other day and, you know, just check some email and stuff. But really, it's a nice week to be off off Wi-Fi and off of that stuff. And then some of the cell phones even work down there. Uh, you can receive text and different things. Some of the different uh, companies do. And uh, 
So it, it's it's very interesting of how to communicate. And then there's a very, very growing interest on Facebook and Facebook Messenger. That's another way to, that we can communicate and, uh, and work with the folks down there. Mm. Two quick questions. We're just about out of time. The okay. first question is, uh, I know there's a lot of folks going down for construction, but but whether, say, someone's listening this afternoon active in their church, maybe they don't do construction. Talk about the fact that even our teams, if you don't do construction, do you have right. to do construction or can no. you be the laborer? And the second thing, as yeah. we round things out, is is there any specifics we could pray for the Cuban people in their journey to not only come to know Christ but to grow in him? Yeah, I, I think that's the main thing is one of the things that happens, Bill, with the gospel and down there is that when they have tornadoes and hurricanes, those kind of things, their their Bibles can get destroyed. So Bibles are very important. Each person's allowed to take 10 in with them. Uh, but yeah, as far as uh, going with us on a construction team, you don't have to do the construction. You can uh, actually, they don't throw nails away. They straighten nails. So you can always find something to do to help. They're very economical, very frugal. Uh, in that of picking up wood and recycling things and uh, maybe lifting sand or something like that. But, yeah, you we let the Cuban people do the, the work that, that they want to do, the skilled labor, with this, because they're so skilled in stucco and concrete and plumbing and electrical. And, th- and here's another thing that was interesting. This week we were putting up lights down there, and they were LED uh, fluorescent lights that are made wow. in Cuba. See, so they don't they don't have any incandescent bulbs. They everything is fluorescent or LED now, and uh, they're very going to it. And uh, some of the places you have have air conditioning, and things other people don't. But you have, always want to sit in church near a fan. But uh, yeah, your churches, uh, denominations, people can get with people to ask questions about how to go. Uh, you know, down there, but you do have to have a sponsor down there to be able to receive you, so that you know where you're going to stay, what you're going to do. Uh, how to get your visas, you know, how to get in, how to get out, transportation. There are a lot of details that now are are good for us because we've been able to go so many times. And we also are very grateful for the Florida Baptists uh, because they just went down and traveled. They know all the spots we're going to next year in 2020. So um, these are the churches that are have already signed up for a trip and ready to go. Well, that is great. I'll just say yeah. this very quickly. If you're a member of an evangelical church, and you want to find out more, you can certainly contact the Florida Baptist Convention or give a call right. to Idaho Baptist Church because uh, our fellow evangelicals that are going down, we certainly would um, certainly give you the, some tips and some information in the right direction to get you going. But I want to tell you, it was it, it, it was a God thing for me because as we are thinking about our freedom this weekend, we're thinking about uh, the 4th of July that we have just uh, experienced and to be able to just listen to Dana share a little bit about uh, just an island just off the coast of Florida. I also refer to Haiti a lot, a two-hour plane for, uh, a plane ride, and, and how different the lifestyles are and how blessed we are with all. In fact, they would make us be embarrassed of the stuff we waste, food, materials, everything. And so uh, if you're not taking a trip to uh, – if you're not doing a missions trip to Cuba – Pray about going somewhere, and uh, I thought that today, this afternoon, would be a, a good opportunity to hear Dana's testimony and uh, also pray for the Cuban people, but also thank God for what we have here. But Dana Hardy, as always, thank you so much. You are a servant, servant to the Lord, and I appreciate you taking some time today to be with us. Bill, I appreciate it, and we, Susan and I celebrate 32 years at Idlewild this year, 
and we came uh, 1987 at a Fourth of July celebration. So this last week was really cool to to watch that again. And, and she and I are very grateful uh, for how that church has impacted our life, and and also you and your ministry too uh, in the kingdom. We're very very grateful for what the Lord's done. Yeah, I think I I came some. I don't know whether I was before you or after you, but I was right there, probably after you a little bit. But I mean, yeah. I remember the good old days. Hey, we got to go, but Dana, have a blessed balance of the 4th of July weekend and and give your wife a hug for me, okay? Thank you. Blessing. God bless you. All right, that's Dana Hardy, Ottawa Baptist Church, veteran, multi-year veteran, multi-times a year, missions to Cuba. We're going to wrap up this uh, Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Coming up next, my pastor, how to gain weight. That's right, on Living Truth Today, how to gain weight. Now, we're not talking about W-E-I-G-H-T. We're talking about how to gain weight, W-A-I-T, patience. That's coming up. That's part two of a two-part series. Well, enjoy your 4th of July weekend. It's all about family, but we look forward to being with you right back here at 4 o'clock on Monday. Until then, God bless you and have a very, very blessed weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>